We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of... Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 185 On this episode we've got a couple of news items And we'll be talking about recent episodes of The Fosters, The Glades, Awkward, Melissa and Joey, Primeval New World, and Veep Plus a reality check. You can seems weird. That's that was a short sentence. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com/slash185. And Hannah just buried her bone under me. That's why she was scratching on the couch. Anyway, I'm Amory from MyTakeOnTV.com. I'm Jason, the TV holic from TVholic.com. And I'm Ray. And I'm Ray. And featuring a guest performance by Hannah, my dog, and her bone. Who was scratching at the couch before we started recording. She was scratching before we started recording and she was freaking out. And all of a sudden, her bone was under me. I don't know how that happened, but she, I guess, did a sneak attack and then all of a sudden, boom. So, for everybody who cares, there you go. What about the people who don't care, Amory? The people who don't care, I don't care. (laughs) In news. Disney Channel has canceled Good Luck Charlie, and I'm actually sad about that because I really enjoy that show. Not like I watch it, like, often. (laughs) You don't watch it, but you find it quite enjoyable. But I find it really cute, and I wish that, um, and it's apparently their number one ratings getter, so I'm not really sure what their plan is. Didn't they also pick up uh, Girl Meets World? Yeah, they, they officially picked that up to series. They officially picked up Girl Meets World, starring the cast of Boy Meets World. With kids and a pudding shop. Topanga went to her college to get a law degree, and now she runs a pudding shop. Do with that what you must. And IFC has renewed Portlandia for a fourth and fifth season. I hope that Nance and what what's his name? I just hope that they're not featured prominently, because they're my least favorite. So that's our news. Not much this week. <laughs> yeah. week. Sort of in that, there's that period of time where there was all that new show announcements and stuff like that at the end of mm-hmm. may and and then you're sort of everyone's on vacation right now yeah you're, you're in that exactly. that period of time where there's not really a whole lot uh, going on so prime time running together hey hannah the fosters season one episode two consequently was this the didn't was Danielle was it Danielle and I who were discussing how Terry Polo's character like says love and honey and like too if much? She, if she said honey, it would sound better. It's the it's the way that she says love all the time when she all the time. I, it takes me out of the show. The show is not great to begin with, and then Terry Polo's there calling everybody love, and like we get it. You're a family. You don't have to like keep telling us that. I don't know why, but it just sounds strange, and it does. It takes me out of it, too. <laughs> I don't know. It makes the character seem odd for some reason. I don't know. It's a, Yeah, it's just really weird. I will give this episode a little credit in that it was better than the first episode. But not by much. Well, it's still, it's the same, it's the same thing. I mean, but uh, it felt a little, I don't know, maybe a little less preachy or something. Maybe a little less <laughs> A preachy. little less saccharine i don't know that it's it's not it's not great but i just it bums me out that it's getting bet like it got good ratings because like how the new shows premiered was going to tell us maybe what's happening with 
Bunheads, because that's still out there on the bubble. Did it but do it well in the well, second week as yeah, well? Yeah, it premiered well, and it did well in the second week. So that worries me. I just, there's so many things I don't like that it's like, I don't know. I don't really like any of the actors. I don't really like any of the story <laughs> points. I get that the guy's dad was mad that he wasn't grounded because he should have been grounded because he left. He, he like just skipped a music performance he was supposed to go to. And almost got himself shot. And almost got himself shot. And I just. Are you going to keep watching? I'll see what happens a third time. But if not, I'm out. If nothing interesting or different or whatever. I mean, it's not like there's not plenty of other stuff to watch on Monday nights. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff to watch. Wait, what's happening? What happens on Mondays? Well, I don't know. I have nine things set to record tonight, so. Well, I don't watch Longmire because I don't see the point anymore. Um, I don't know what I have set to record tonight. I just know that Mondays, I'm sure there's a lot on that I could be watching that's not the Fosters. So you're on notice, the Fosters. Well, I mean, on at the same time is Major Crimes, uh, Defiance, and oh, the Glades. Defiance. So I watch Major Crimes and the Glades. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know. I just, it's one of those things where I can't put my finger quite on what I don't like about it. I just don't like it. There you have it. That's the Fosters. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's just too, there's too much almost with the, all these different, uh, I don't know, they, they seem to have thrown way too much together into... Oh, right, because now the girl is jealous of the new foster sister, and it's just like, come on, you can't have all these stories. And then there was the drugs that were already found out in the second episode. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. So the fosters. We're going to give, I'm going to give it another episode, but I'll probably stop watching. Ray, did you even care to watch the first episode? No. No. <laughs> That's what I figured. So then you didn't watch the second episode either, I take it. I did not watch any and will not watch any of the Fosters. So is that what it's called? It. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, it, it kind of, to me, it's a slightly better written and acted Secret Life. Acted? Come on. It's not that great. It's not. I said slightly better than Secret Life. This is okay. this is the baseline we're talking. So I'm saying it's slightly Secret better. Secret Life is awful. And I'm saying it. It seems to be covering, you know, there's no pregnancies as of yet, but seems to be covering you know, a lot of uh, similar territories type of thing. But but it's just slightly, but I say it's slightly better acted and slightly better written uh, than than Secret Life. But, you know, that's enough about the Fosters. Going back to the hornet's nest that's on my back porch and how I can't leave my house because I just looked up sunset times because you're supposed to spray wasp and hornet nests after sunset, which means I can't leave my house until 8.33 p.m. You mean you can't go out in the backyard? That's true, but I don't really have a front yard, and how's my dog going to go to the bathroom? <sighs> this is the life I lead. I anyway. So the Glades? <laughs> so the Glades. Season 4, Episode 3, Killer Barbecue. You know how I'm always talking about how David Walton eats really well? Mm-hmm. Matt Passmore does not. <laughs> and he ate a lot in this episode. Well, in the, in the one scene, he wasn't supposed to be eating well. He was, the whole point was he was getting it all over himself and really digging in because the person. But I think other... she's not, I think she's talking about the chewing. <laughs> yeah, the chew, ugh. I just, ugh. Just, ugh. I just can't stop making that sound. I don't know, the glaze? I, I was really bothered by the fact that Callie left Atlanta. 
like, I get that they're going to get married, but they're not married yet. She could have kept working there and still planned a wedding from home. At home. Yeah, since they don't have a, a date. And I get that part of the reason that he proposed was he didn't really want them to be apart, or at least didn't want them to be apart without knowing like yeah. where they were going. And it does seem odd. It seems like, because wasn't the program that she was in there, wasn't it only going to be like around a year or something like that? And then she didn't know where she was going to be going necessarily next. And so she could have still like finished out the program there yeah, or something. Exactly. And then and then decided to come back, uh, you know, to try and do the the next leg, you know, back where, you know, she's from and something like that. I don't know. It was that. Yeah, that storyline was a little weird, especially with the in the end of the first episode when she's like, yeah, I want to come back and be your wife. It was it, it sounded weird. It did sound weird. I don't know. I just anyway, the story this week was fine. I will say that I don't often know who the killer actually is. Even sometimes after they figure out who the killer is. Who was it in this one? The I don't remember. daughter? It ended up being the... Oh, the, the daughter yeah, the, that... The stepdaughter or whatever. He yeah. figured it out because of the apple or something. Yes. Yeah, that's, you know, you bring that organic fruit with you from another state and you're going to get caught every time. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's a fine show. It's a show I'll keep watching, but it's never been one of my favorites. I don't know. Of this genre of show, it's kind of one of my favorites. I just like... What genre is it? The sunny fake Florida genre? No, the just the the it's cop, real Florida. The cop procedural. Oh, that's you know, right. The, it the is detective real procedural. It's they get and solve a case in every episode, but I just sure. find the, the characters fun, uh, to, you know, within that. So I did like they gave Daniel more to do. I wish that we could have seen his brother, my love, Jonathan Bennett, a little bit more. Um, Ray's love from Comic Con past, and. Saving someone else's love, um, but I digress. Why are you calling people love? That's getting, <laughs> oh my annoying. God. That's getting annoying, Amory. I am Terry Below in the Fosters. I don't know. I it, the thing about the Glades is, and what's typical of a lot of crime dramas, is that it doesn't really do anything different ever. This is true. I mean, for watching it, it just. I guess that's probably why the Cali thing is disappointing because that was something they were doing different, but yeah. <laughs> they have immediately gone back to not being doing it different. And sure, it's great that Ed Asner's there, but I don't really understand what purpose. I don't understand how she's all like, didn't she just try and get a job and now she's a fellowship? I don't really understand what's happening. I feel like I missed an episode, maybe. I don't know, the the thing I liked in the in like the first episode back was sort of the sun. And he was, you know, seemed to be mad at his mom, but I liked the reason that he was mad at her because she was like, you got to stop changing your mind all the time and yeah. pick something. Because it would be out of character for him to suddenly not like Jim or whatever, but because right. he was mad, she wasn't picking, like she wasn't making up her mind. He wanted to make sure she was making up her mind for herself and not just doing it for Jim, which I thought was smart of the writers. I don't know. It's a good enough show. Give it a shot if you haven't watched it. Well, I just think it's I just think it's fun. I like I look forward to it. He's funny. Yeah, it can be funny. And I, I'm assuming you're not just talking about Matt Passmore's bad accent. <laughs> <laughs> None of that stuff bothers me. I don't even. I don't even. It's it, Florida. I mean, Everybody I don't even, accent is weird here. Yeah, so I don't even. Like yeah, I don't even really notice it because he he's from he's not from there, so it doesn't bother me that he has. 
you know, doesn't necessarily have. Uh, well, there is no Florida accent. Yeah. Well, I'm just, but I'm saying there's, there's no, uh, but I'm just saying that he's from someplace else. So that type of thing doesn't even, you know, factor in that he doesn't have a good American accent or something like that. He just, that's just what the character sounds like to me. <laughs> it's like, I guess. So that is. I mean, I suppose he could have been doing some sort of Chicago accent since that's where his character was from or whatever, but. But he doesn't sound like he's from Chicago. He sounds like he's from Australia with a bad American accent. But that's just, you know, that's just what he sounds like. So. (laughs) Oh, the Glades. I I mean, I'm making fun of it, but I do watch it and I do enjoy it. That's just how I am. Here's a show that I might not watch when it comes back Awkward, Season 3, Episode 10, Redefining Jenna parentheses mid-season finale i wish that redefining jenna involved writing her out of the show (laughs) which is pretty harsh considering she's the lead but oh i i just am so over the jenna of it all she's just not her uh first of all (laughs) i don't really understand why every jenna storyline has to be about a guy and even when it's like Theoretically, it's a story about her and her writing or whatever. It ends up being about a guy. Yeah. Because all she writes about is guy. I mean, I don't know. Like, And I get that I, she's a teen in high school and that's what they write about. But I don't know. Ming's yeah, story isn't really... all about a guy. Sadie's story isn't all about a guy. Lisa's story is 100% predictable. <laughs> I just I don't know. I wish that it was as good as it was in season one. Agreed. I just have issues. Yeah, I, I, I still can't totally put my finger on it, but it's not nearly as as fun to watch as it was. Yeah. Well, I think it's just they're so – it's like the same story over and over. Well, I think they do <laughs> sort of kind of keep repeating that kind of stuff. But they uh, – Yeah. I think this season, especially in the beginning of it, it, to me it felt like they were really focusing on the – you know, like the lexicon and and all of these things – and not really what the story was like it was they were trying to throw too much of the that was part of what that was like an added thing that made the show kind of fun but then it was just like all of a sudden it just felt like too much of that mm-hmm. and then the storyline that was going was like you're just like oh, she finally got what she wanted and now you know she doesn't she doesn't want it anymore yeah. i mean i the storyline that i liked within this was that hanging out with this other group of kids her story made her one of the cool people as right. opposed to at her school. But when that story morphed to her starting to like another, you know, another guy, it sort of went the wrong direction. I yeah. thought that part of the storyline, I thought that I found that interesting. I thought that was an interesting place to go. They just didn't follow up on it. I don't know. But yeah, it's one of, it's the, it's one of those shows I, I, I keep watching, but not like, and you know, and there's not like a whole lot else been on you know the last few right, years either. Right. But I'm still not like, oh, I can't wait to watch Awkward like I was after the you know first season and into the second season. Right. Agreed. I just uh, it's I don't her. Know. It's I her. really think if they had, which no show ever does this, so I don't know why I keep hoping some show will. <laughs> win, but one day. <laughs> Like if instead of, instead of it being just about Jenna, like the name of the show has nothing to do with Jenna herself, so it could have just been about how things can be awkward in a high school yeah. situation. So if season two had been more 
like focused on Tamara and Tamara starting to fall for Jake. And that is an awkward situation where like you start liking your, <laughs> your best friend's boyfriend that soon, whatever. I mean, and then he ended up being her ex. So it would be okay. You know what I mean? But like if it had been that, and then if this season had been, I don't, Sadie probably is a good example of what's awkward this season because of her fall from whatever. Yeah. So if it had been like that kind of stuff, because all of their stories are interesting to me and I wish we could have more of their stories, but it feels like Jenna has to be the focus of every episode and her story is just no longer as interesting because it's the same thing over and over again. Like, I, Or like, yeah, like they're forcing awkward situations in on her. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I guess maybe that is a good way to look at it. Like they, it's like everything goes wrong with her. And at some point it just doesn't make sense. I mean, like some of the stuff that's happening with Maddie is totally because of it's a TV show, not because that's how it would happen because (laughs) one minute she's fine with everything and she, you know what I mean? And then the next minute, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. It just bugs me. Yeah. So a show that was once high on our list, our list is, not so much anymore. Like, I would love to explore more with Ming and the Mafia, but I feel like it will still continue to be the peripheral, and, like, Jenna's whole boy thing is going to take center stage, and we're just going to see little glimpses of everything else, and that just annoys me now. Yeah, it does seem like it could be more of an ensemble. And it should be, because the is. ensemble is... Like, I think the ensemble is great. I don't think Ashley Ricards is that great. I don't know. I don't know. Could just be my personal feelings about it. <laughs> right. I've just seen her it be interviewed and I've seen her in those kind of shows too much. And she's just not that. I mean, I guess that's good that she's nothing like her character, right? That she does can act, but <laughs> right. she's also just so something. I don't know what it is um, that it just puts me off of her. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So that's our thoughts on Awkward. I mean, we'll probably all come back to just check out. I don't know about Ray. She gives up on things much easier than I can. More power to her because I don't have the willpower to do it. Um, But maybe we'll all check back when it comes back in the fall and just kind of see where we are in September. I mean, that could be part of it, too, where they've got got a bigger episode count to, to work through for this season. And so it's not quite as tight as the previous two. I don't know. I think it's just that it was not really well written this season. Um, so that's awkward. So you agreed with me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, but I don't know that it necessarily has to do with the more episodes. I think it just, I don't, I don't think it necessarily had to do with that, but it couldn't have hurt. I mean, it couldn't have helped. So yeah, awkward period. Let's talk a little bit about my cousin Joey Lawrence and his hair. Melissa and Joey, season three, episode three, and episode four, Inside Job and Can't Hardly Wait. This show is probably the one show, besides maybe Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23, that is aired the most out of order. I never know when anything's supposed to have been aired. I never know, like, from one week to the next. Their hair looks different. Everybody's hair looks different every single week. Um, Mel, like, because I know that Melissa Joan Hart was pregnant in some of this shooting. So some weeks she looks like she's trying to cover it up. Other weeks she's not. Joey's hair is red sometimes, or should I say really putrid orange sometimes. Other times it's not. I just don't understand. But the show still just continues to make me smile. And I like that they're starting to, yeah, I like that they're starting to kind of explore the Melissa feelings for Joey. Like, that she's not really acknowledging it, but she's also saying things like, well, you can't leave me. Like, realizing how much she does need him because that's how it's going to end up. Let's be honest. It's like, who's the boss? Right. I don't, it, it makes wasn't, me laugh. I like it. 
wasn't um, <laughs> these two episodes, which what were these two? This was the this was Joe gets a job at, at oh, the, right at the you know with the city, but then ends up finding <laughs> ends up finding uh, and helping to catch somebody who's embezzling money, but then basically gets blamed for it at the, right. at, the at the end. Right, and then the. What was the second one? The He started dating his chiropractor. Oh, that's right. Gia um, from Full House. Is that who that was? Yeah. She I mean, was I know I recognized her. And then I best friend. What. Yeah. It, it, so it wasn't either of these two episodes. <laughs> I just The one from the week before where they're dating the, yeah, the parents. Of, <laughs> the, the divorce couple. Yes. That one was probably my favorite so far of the season just because it made me laugh. So, like, one... Because what, one, he didn't recognize the Like, he's all like, I'm so great with kids. And he was great with kids. But then the kid is, like, there again. <laughs> he totally doesn't recognize him. And she's just like, really? How did you not know it's the same kid? <laughs> and then later when they're in the park, whatever, and the two of them, <laughs> that, that episode just was really funny to me. <laughs> I think the kids are getting, like, I think that Ryder and Lennox are getting funnier. They're, like, they're coming into their, their own as sitcom actors and... Um, I don't know. It's not any, you know, it's not a great sitcom that's going to always, you know, it's not never going to be on a number one, like, or in a top 10 list of somebody's shows at the end of the season, but it's always a show that I'll come back to because it's just, it feels like old TV that we've been used to. I got to support my family. I got to love Joey. I would, my favorite part of one of the episodes, the episode, the inside job episode, um, where Mel got him pizza from his favorite place in New Jersey. And he's like, oh, Mignona's, I love that place. Well, that's his real last name. And that's like my family's last name that's related to him. So I thought that was very cool that they brought in a little of uh, of our family in there. I just think the, sh- the show's just fun. It does remind you of old like TGIF style mm-hmm. type of, of comedies. And, uh, you know, it's it knows what it is. And it does a it does a really good job of being it. Exactly. You know, it's not trying to uh, be something else uh, than what it is, and they do a good job. There's some fun, you know, fun jokes and them going back and forth at each other. I love that Mel gets to be dirty sometimes too, and and like like a normal human being. Like she's very funny, and she's they're not afraid to like reflect on the fact that she was a bit of you know a bit of a hoe back in high school. You know, like she. They embrace that about her, and she's not too preachy to the kids because she can't be. I just, I don't know. Melissa and Joey, everybody. You should be watching it. I did love that. I don't remember which episode it was in where where Lennox is asking her, basically, if she can get a tattoo, and Melissa's totally not paying attention to what she's saying. And basically gives her permission to do it. Yeah, exactly. And later, when, of course, we all think she actually got one, later, Melissa freaks out about it. Which is funny to me when Mel freaks out about it. Like, hello, if you'd been paying attention. I think it was the yeah. same episode where she's talking about being a good parent. <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. She was so frustrated about something. She didn't care what Lennox was saying. It was like, yeah, fine, get it, whatever. Well, she only heard like the one part where she was just like, don't let anybody tell you, you know, you know don't let a boy tell you what you can't do, you know, type right. of thing. And <laughs> totally missing the, of what the boy was telling her that she shouldn't do. Gotta love it. Gotta love the show, you guys. Love it. So that's Melissa and Joey. I can't wait for more because it feels like thousands of episodes are going to come at us. Well, yeah, they have they have plenty uh, 
to go this season and plenty to go after that. There's Exactly. So, Primeval, New World, Season 1, Episode 2. How's that? Susudal? Was that what it was? Something like that. What do we think of this version of Primeval? Well, I like Zane, so... <laughs> I love Zane. I do, too. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not his name in this world, but... <laughs> That's basically who he is, so... Exactly. Um, except with money. <laughs> I feel like the show didn't do a great... Because I feel like it needed to set itself up as a show that is the same kind of idea as Primeval. It is about these people going after anomalies and aliens. I keep talking about that lieutenant. Dinosaurs, etc. And yeah, Connor was there in the first episode, but I feel like... If it intends to establish itself as a show separate from Primeval, we need to start getting some more backstory about why this he knows about anomalies. And I mean, I know it's only the second episode, but I feel like it's still kind of. It feels well, it like, like the only reason he knows about him is because about him. one appeared. <laughs> yeah, because his wife got killed by a, a dinosaur, and you know, years ago, and he's been searching for these type of things. Well, he had since. that. that- Thing that Connor dropped, or whoever it was. I guess it wasn't Connor because he has the, the guy in the frozen ice. ice or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think he, I, what I understood from it was like he basically um, reverse engineered it to figure out what it was. Um, and that's how he's able now to, you know what I mean? Even though Connor got that thing back, um, I can't remember what that's called. I know from, I should know from the original show, but I can't right now. Uh, anyway, even though Connor got it back, it seems like he reverse engineered it to figure out what it was. And therefore that's how he's able to figure out the anomalies. Um, I'm okay with what we have so far. Although I agree that they probably are going to have to give more information soon, but I'm okay with the level at which they're at because none of them are supposed to know anything. Um, he knows what he knows just because of what he saw, but you know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else kind of being like, what the hell is going on? I think that's what it, it would be um, because they don't have any other information. Um, I mean, it's a little silly that Connor's – I mean, I understand Connor's um, warning to him, as anybody who watched the original show would understand his warning to him. Um, but, like, it's kind of silly in the world of this show if this show – you know what I mean? Like, nobody – if you hadn't watched the other shows – like, why would you be just that cryptic that was that important that he not right. do what he's doing? Like, you would, you would like, give him all the reasons why and the, say, here are some DVDs of our show. Right. <laughs> Watch right. these DVDs. It'll tell you why you need to not, you need to listen to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like one of those weird things where, like, just because it's a TV show and you know that the guy is going to keep searching out the stuff and doing exactly what Connor told him not to do. Um, and he wouldn't maybe do that if Connor gave him all the information. So of course we're not going to give him all the information. We're just going to be kind of cryptic and say, you can't do, you shouldn't do this. Um, so that was kind of annoying. I mean, I, I'm hoping that that means we actually get to see Connor again, but, but in general, I I mean, I like it. I I liked the cast. I thought they all meshed like nobody, you know, sometimes with those Canadian shows, there's this one person that's just totally Canadian and terrible. No offense to Canadian audience, but you know what I mean? No, you know what I mean. And I just thought that the show felt really, they all, it all made sense who, who everybody kind of was. And 
So I like that. I did. I did enjoy them all kind of right away. I could do without the. I mean, I guess it's because they're trying to make it just like, or kind of have the same feel as Primeval, but like the girl, the Angie, I guess is her name. Yeah. CFO or whoever she is. Um, the fact that she seems to have some kind of other. What was the little guy's name that was the leader in Primeval? Uh, The little nerdy guy that they didn't really get along with, but they did really get along with. Right, who in the end turns out to truly be on their side. Right. Um, So that's basically the the role she's filling right now. Like, yeah, like that's what I feel like. And um, and I I don't really care for... She was the only one I didn't really care for, I guess, in this situation. Yeah. Um... But I like. I mean, uh, I, I probably grow to like her, but it, I just it feels a Aunt little. Jenna, I like her. I know. Just, I know who, it's gonna... Ben Miller is the guy, but I can't think of who he plays. Yeah, Sir I know. Lester. Yeah. Lester. Is Lester. That's right. <laughs> it's um, me. So I mean, it's a show I'll definitely watch all summer. Yeah, because I enjoy. I mean, I feel like right now they are, in a weird way, it's kind of just a. A, a rehash if you want to call it that I mean it's not really a rehash but they've done several things that are like <laughs> what I would consider almost iconic images or you know like the creature under the water I think that was right. even one maybe even the second episode of Primeval is a creature under the water <laughs> or an underwater anomaly um, anomaly I don't know how I just said that <laughs> um, but you know what I mean like so in that sense I'm hoping that it'll kind of distinguish itself a little more like find yeah. a way to not just be repeating what happened on <laughs> primeval i don't know if it's possible because that's they're kind of making their own little reboot so to speak so i mean i know it's in the same world so it's not really a reboot but anyway but i am enjoying it because you know which is why i'm like torn but also happy that that arc is mentioned and arc is a part of this world because we know that it existed so right. i don't know well, it would be hard to take it seriously if it didn't. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never even I never watched the you know the previous. I think I've maybe seen parts of an episode or something of uh, of Primeval, and uh, you know I I watched the first couple of these. They're all right, but I can totally see why it only made it a season as well, though too. So with with the way that it works. Although it's much better than Sinbad, which they're also playing on on Saturday nights. At least stuff like the special effects didn't look, you know, bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it they they did a pretty good job on on that stuff. And you know, if you're looking for something to do on Saturday night, yeah, it's definitely better than either Sinbad or any of the stuff that's going to be burning off on the networks on Saturday nights. Oh, you didn't think Zero Hour was your favorite show of the whole season? <laughs> that was the worst. Happy! So glad he got his haircut. He looks really good. So that's our take on our thoughts on Primeval. Um, hey, Hannah. She's bugging me. But we can't go O-U-T because there's a hornet out there. Um, our last show in primetime is Veep. Season 2, Episode 9 just aired called Running. Ray, this is a question I just thought about. Do you, I, I don't think you're watching, but do you hate Julia Louis-Dreyfus? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I know exactly why you're asking, but no, I do not hate her. Though I well, do not love the show. <laughs> have you watched? But it has nothing to do with her. 
Huh? Have you watched the whole thing? Like, have you watched? No, I haven't watched the whole thing, so. I just think that the show is hysterically funny. Hysterically funny. And I love how much they make fun of Jonah. Or Jonad, I should call him. <laughs> and I, they, she gets away with the best lines ever. And, Ray, why didn't you like it? Um, I don't really know. I don't watch it, for the record. Right. What what channel is it on? HBO. Oh, I do get HBO, but I don't watch <laughs> 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 Like, I catch it every, like, a few minutes of it, everyone. Like, I guess when I tape Game of Thrones sometimes, like, yeah. at the very end, there'll be a little bit of veep. And I don't hate it by any means. I just don't. It isn't something yeah, I like am drawn to, so I don't tend to watch it. But at least we know it's not because you hate Julia Louis-Dreyfus like you hate most female comedians. <laughs> so there's hope for Ray yet, everybody. Um, but no, I just think that the show, the cast really works well together, even though most of it is like vitriol towards each other. and They don't actually love each other on the show. But God, they're funny. I think they they do a good job of, you know, sort of parodying politics and mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, where everything's just going badly for her, you know, which normally happens, you know, things keep going wrong and wrong. And then she writes the ship by by basically lying about something and (laughs) and apologizing for something that she actually wasn't told, you know, and they had originally hung her out to dry with because, uh, you know, the people that should have told her about it while she was out. You know, stumping for, uh, you know, getting the hostages back and stuff was, and so now she has taken that, uh, and so I think that stuff is kind of funny. You know, it's like she, in this case, she doesn't get in trouble for a lie. She lies, <laughs> and ends up helping her right. out, right, uh, and, and stuff. And but it's not like you know, really, it's it's almost really a lie that uh, you're really taking on something that was you know not good. Right, exactly. Uh, and so it, that that was sort of it, you know an interesting storyline, but they do uh I think the 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 rivalry with uh the with the, you know what is it is it Senator Chung or whatever from Danny Chung from, from Minnesota. From Minnesota. That's getting uh to be funny with Amy and Dan both showing up <laughs> and like Especially with Dan at his sort of, rally yeah, oh. playing both sides uh where you know he helped with the playlist and then <laughs> The Veep wants her own playlist. I love that he's like, yeah, I heard it was really well received. Because <laughs> he wrote it. Oh my god. I love Reed Scott so much. Brando from My Boys. Oh, I love him. I also love that Selena also, like, hates the president so much that she's like, I'm done. And I bet season three is all about, like, how she's going to turn the next two years into actually becoming the challenger. That she wasn't the challenger, but now she's going to be. I think it's just really, it's just really smart and funny. And anytime you can see Veda Soltenfuss just be mean as get out to Jonah, it's just amazing. <laughs> she had the best line last night where he's like, nothing like a, a hotel in the afternoon. She's like, yeah, four people to a toilet. You can hear every sprinkle that hits the water. And I just thought that was hilarious. And Serena, Selena running with all the cuts and the blood running out of her face. And she walks into a glass door like, oh. It's just so funny. And Mike is just the worst communications manager <laughs> in the history of the universe. Well, he always ends up running into somebody that'll call him on 
Oh my god, it's always the same guy. It's always Purcell. Purcell always shows up. And then, of course, there's... What was I going to say? Well, Tony Hale's amazing. Amazing. I love the passive-aggressive conversations and, and like, stuff with Alice and Janney last week. I would watch Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Alice and Janney just passive-aggressively jab at each other. But I also like Tony Hale with... he supposed to... He gets the gift... Of the new bag, but it's not as enough. good. But it's it's not the same as the previous one, and so there's all there's all the they keep being these little comments from time to time. <laughs> even last night in the episode where she said something, or even maybe in the previews, I don't know what it was, but something like "We're getting a bigger bag." Like he he's still harping on the bag because the bag was not big enough. It's just, oh, it's so funny. I. But it's one of those little things it. where she's trying to do something to, you know, show her staff <laughs> that they're appreciated and stuff like that. Right. But then it doesn't quite. And it blows up in her face. Uh, it doesn't quite work. Oh, Veep. Veep, how I love you. Yeah, I think the cast does a really good job. I think the, the, the back and forth between the White House and I think they've done a good job with Jonah where huh. where he was He's getting to be idiot. he was getting to be too much. But the way they've used him this season, we're just like everybody, you know, like everybody hates him. Everybody Even Gary Cole's character, everybody hates him. Or that you know the episode where they, the two of them follow him and they find that this office that he always says that he has is like <laughs> this closet, oh God, utility closet, that. like way away from where. And the one where she makes him get off the plane <laughs> on the runway. <laughs> I seriously, Ray, I could watch the show all day long. I could do it. I kind of did. I caught up with the show over the over the weekend with the watch like the last, I guess, seven episodes. I'd gotten behind. So good. So that's Veep, everybody. Veep. So that's our prime time. Moving on to reality. There's a lot of reality started back up. Um, we've got HGTV Star, which I noticed they don't call Design Star anymore, which I guess means the design's not going to factor, but shouldn't design factor into an HGTV show? I mean, these are stupid questions I'm imagining, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they wanted to focus on their network <laughs> branding. I guess they could just, I don't know. It seems like they're just going to base it then on personality, even if their design sucks. But I don't think that's a good idea either, because you have to be someone that people believe your designs. Um, but whatever. I there's this one guy on there, Boris. Hate him. Hate him. And it's because he talks like Trisha Helfer talks with her teeth closed. <laughs> oh, Trisha Helfer. Um, his name is Boris. I don't like him, and I don't really care who wins yet because we're only two weeks in. But there's some contenders. See what happens. Um, Food Network star in last night's episode. Thank the Holy Lord. The new show is kicked off. I have a real problem with a show like this. It's supposed to be like untapped talent or whatever that they've never heard of. Danushka had previously been a, jo- a, a competitor on Chopped, but sure, it's not like worldwide fame, but like that's enough that some chefs will know who she is. Chris was previously the uh, one of the competitors on Food N- Truck Challenge. He was a leader of a truck. Um, Viet was he beat Bobby Flay in an Iron Chef America competition, like. These are not unfound people. These are people that they've seen before. They know they want to try and get them a show. 
thank God, Danushka, who had no personality. If there was a thing as negative personality, she would be it. So thank God Danushka's gone. And um, I don't really like... I like Chad. He's a, he's a barbecue master. He's really good. He seems really relaxed. And there's this girl that looks like Shannon Sossaman, who I think is um, really fake. But she apparently cooks good food, so good for her. And then there's a guy who keeps trying to make pies out of everything because he's the pie guy. And I'm like, you can't make a pie out of a hamburger, dude. It's not going to work. You've never had hamburger pie? Ew, and I, and I hate it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But, no, he tried to make, like, a hamburger patty with a pie. It was just weird. And then there's a guy named... Well, I don't really, really remember his name. Randall? Rondi? Something like that. There's a Rodney who I think is the pie guy, and Randall who's this guy. But he... He keeps trying to cook with the seven deadly sins of culinary whatever. So he's like fat and sugar, and it's just so gluttonous. I don't know. It's just weird. Um, so there's that. Let's see. So you think you can dance? They had the quickest um, Vegas ever. They did Vegas in one episode this season. And we're going to get the twenty top 20 this week. I'm interested to see where that goes. Um... I don't really like anybody specifically yet, but I don't dislike anybody really. So we'll just see where the 20 goes and if I keep up with it. Yawning. And then finally, MasterChef. I really like MasterChef. It's actually one of my favorite shows, um, reality shows, because I just think I don't love Gordon Ramsay when he's yelling and screaming at people, but on MasterChef, he seems to really help versus try and hurt like he does in other shows. So what else? Um, there's also this girl named Chrissy. Her name is Chrissy Loud. Or maybe Loud is the name she's adopted because she's loud and obnoxious. I have an accent from my area. I say water. I say, I think I say weird stuff. I say like orange instead of orange. And I say Philadelphia things. But this woman has a Philadelphia accent. And no offense to people with Philadelphia accents, but I don't like to listen to it on a long-term basis. So I just wish she would stop talking and cook. That's all I have to say. Um, so that's reality. We don't have a TV on DVD this week because there was nothing interesting. It's true. Um, outro. I'm not supposed to read the headings I meant. Um, next week, Emma Loggins from fanbolt.com. We all know Emma. And Andrea Towers. <clears throat> excuse me. Andrea Towers from ATVGeek.com will be our guest. Andrea and I had a really good time in Vancouver, where we found that we like the same band. Well, I don't like them so much as I know this band. Um, Finding Vienna, friends of my brother from high school. And we all were sitting, it was me and Allison, this is just a funny story, me and Allison and Andrea, Allison Ebner, we were sitting talking, and I noticed on Andrea's Facebook, she was checking Facebook, that Finding Vienna was one of like her fans, like she was fans of them. And so I'm, like, looking at it, and I was like, Finding Vienna, and then Allison's like, Finding Vienna, and apparently here it took the three of us from all different, like, areas of the world, we're in Vancouver, to realize that we know this band that my brother went to high school with, which is a very small world, it was very funny. And that's my Andrea Tower story. Um, you guys are asleep now, but um, I thought it was a fun story. And we are on Twitter.com slash, <clears throat> excuse me, TV times three. Facebook.com, is it slash TV times three? Correct. Um, iTunes, stitcher.com slash TV. Correct. And TV times three.com. Spell it all out. Yes. Oh, I miss psych. Um, our music today was provided. I said um a lot. 
Our music today was provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, Put Out by Yellow Dog Records. Do you think everybody listening is like, Put Out by Yellow Dog Records? Like, it's the thing that they all <laughs> I don't all know if they're put out by Yellow Dog Records, but oh my God. I mean, they could be. Oh my God. So, anyway, that's our spiel. That's our shtick for today. I gotta go kill some hornets so my dog can go poop. Okay. If that isn't a good way to end the episode. I don't even know how. I don't have a follow up for that. So no follow up. Good it's luck not with the hornet nest killing. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, don't everybody. Get oh, wish me luck. I'm gonna stand 18 feet away because my my thing says that I can um, stand 18 feet away and I'll still be able to hit them. So I'm gonna go put on like a big sweatshirt and um, spray at the bugs and spray at the hornets. All right. Good All right, luck thanks. with that. <laughs> good, good, good Have luck. a good night. We All hope right. to hear from you again. I'll tweet when it's done so you know I'm alive. Okay, good. All right, goodbye. People listening to this will have to go back in time, but. They're going to be like, is Amory still alive? I don't know. Cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. We're leaving you on a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I got to go. All right, bye. bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Okay, Ray. Okay. And Amory. Hello. All right. We are all recording, so anytime you want to go, Amory. See you later, Amory. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.